From PayPal to Venmo to Zelle and beyond, the payments revolution is full steam ahead. Yet traditionally, banks have been somewhat behind the curve instead of on top of it or ahead of it. What will it take to move into the next generation of payments in a way that financial institutions can embrace? To tell us more about it, we have Eric Dotson of Aptus here on Bankadelic. From the studios of Karma Productions Worldwide in Chicago, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate, actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, Kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth. A learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Bankadelic. And if you can believe it, 2022 means we are in our second year rolling along, bringing you the best in financial services. And speaking of the best, we have Eric Dotson today. Eric is the Executive Vice President Sales and Co-Founder of Aptis Solutions. That's the leading fintech company of cloud-based multi-channel and real-time and mobile payments. Eric has more than three decades of combined experience in the payments industry in the U.S. and internationally. He's also currently responsible for business development, client relations, and marketing for Aptis. He is also returning after one of our rousing Bankadelic holiday episodes. I'm so grateful to have you back, Eric. Thanks for being on Bankadelic. Lou, thanks for inviting me. This is great. I'm so excited to be talking with you today. And speaking of excitement, right, Venmo. My son goes out for a haircut the other day, and I get this flash on my screen. Exciting for him, maybe not for me, because he wants 60 bucks for the haircut. (laughs) (laughs) And what does that say? It's remarkable. This revolution in P2P payments, we take for granted. My son takes it for granted, but it didn't exist a generation ago. From your perch, you've got such a direct view into the trends that are lighting up the industry. Maybe you can run us through some of those and why you think they're important to pay attention to. Yeah, I'd love to. And if you remember the old saying, may you live in interesting times, boy, don't we? Oh, yeah. Whether it's, you know, technology or social events or political uprisings, I mean, financially, I mean, there's just so much going on. That's the same thing in the financial industry these days. We are in interesting times. Change is happening. And certainly in all my years in the industry, really, 
I've never seen such a rapid change taking place as it is today. It used to be, you know, in the financial industry, being cautious, right? Being conservative, slow to change. That was, I think, kind of a badge of honor for the industry, right? That it was their job to take care of the money and nobody liked to see a lot of change because you never knew what would happen. So they moved slowly. They moved, you know, exactly in what they were trying to do. And that was always their approach. However, now we're seeing a change, right? In the last 20 years, we've entered into this new information technological revolution. And it's really upending things. And especially in the financial industry. You mentioned Venmo, you know, whose kids, at least from our age, right, Lou, whose kids haven't pulled them into Venmo or to some app that they're trying to get them to use. And my kids are no different. And they got me signed up on Venmo and using that. And my wife also. Funny story, I'll tell you though, it was around Christmas time. We're sitting with family and somebody asked me, you know, what are you doing at Aptis? And I talked to him about some of these changes that are taking place, P2P being a big issue. You know, we have a product called Paymoli that's a P2P application. And, you know, I started telling them, well, Venmo, you know, one of the things about Venmo is they take your money and they hold it, right? They'll tell you it's moving, but actually it's sitting in their account. And about that time, my wife hears this and she's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's not going anywhere. It's sitting in the Venmo account, right? And she's like, no. And I'm like, all right, pull up your app. So she opens up her app and she has like $600 sitting in there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you have to tell them to send it to you, right? They have your money. All these years of hearing me talk and everything, she never even knew that. So I had to give her some little instructions there on how to do that. But you know, this is what's happening in the industry. This change is being driven by technology. It's being driven by consumers and businesses being unafraid to go ahead and take up these technology solutions that are coming out. I call it kind of the Googleization of things, right? And back in the day when Google really was starting to churn up and it seemed like they had their finger in everything and they were coming out with these solutions and everything they did was for free, right? And now here we are 20 years later, we have a whole generation that has grown up with this Google experience that if Google could do it and use technology and solve it and they do it for free to me, why can't the bank do it? And so they have this level of expectation to see these changes take place. That's truly, I think, what's kind of driving a lot of this in the marketplace these days and where things are headed. So P2P is a good example of that. It's something that's consumer driven from the bottom up. Now financial institutions are looking to figure out how do they solve that problem? How do they jump into that space so that they can provide those solutions to their customers? You just set up my next question. That is beautiful. How do they solve that problem? How do they get into that space in a way that is meaningful, substantive, and responds to what consumers want? Yeah, that's a great question. And, you know, I get asked all the time, like when I talk about what I'm doing, I've got friends and family say, well, why do we need that? If I already have Venmo, why would I do something else? And Venmo 
prove, hey, this is a solution that people want and they're willing to go and use. And so now the financial institutions, they know, hey, this is good. This is what people want. So they can go down this path, trusting that they're going to have customers, that that's what they want. And what they need to do is put their touch on that, the touch of, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to protect your money. I'm going to protect your data. I'm going to do this in the right way so that if there is a problem, you can go to your trusted provider and I'm going to help you with whatever problem you're having. And so as they go down this path, I think they have to keep that in their mind that they were slow to pick it up because of this, but now it is their winning solution to go to market with a solution that they can then put forward to their customers and say, I can do this and I can provide you an added level of security and trust in this arena that maybe you can't get elsewhere. And I think there's other things too, as far as, hey, your money stays in your account until you tell me to move it, it's gonna stay there and then it's gonna move. And if you're receiving something, when that money comes into your account, I'm gonna hold that money for you and it's there for you. You could go you know, pull it out whenever you need it. It's not somewhere else that you have to then tell me, hey, put it here so I can access it. So there's a lot of different little angles. I think that the financial industry can be very successful to be able to go to market and put forward solutions that their customers will be more than willing to pick up and to start using and it's been demonstrated in Zelle. You know, that's the big bank alternative to Venmo. Zelle has been very successful with their customers. So now this is where we come in. We're trying to put forward a solution for any financial institution and allow them to be able to take it and offer it to their customers. Yes, PayMobile. So that convergence platform really is a wonderful segue from the things that you have mentioned before, where we stand with the industry, how financial institutions can change, adapt, and prosper. Tell us about that platform, how it works, and what the pain point is that you're chasing after and solving. Yeah, thanks, Lou. I appreciate you asking about that. So PayMoly is a great application. And as you mentioned, we call it our mobile convergence platform. And the reason why we say that is today, PayMoly is a P2P application. That's what it is. That's what it does. It does it very effectively. It is offered by financial institutions and the payments actually ride on both the ACH and the debit card rails. So it provides you some avenues, some different alternatives for how you want to complete those transactions. But I say it's the tip of the iceberg because there is so much more planned that's coming as this evolves, as customers begin to use it. You know, we were on the cusp of real-time payments and FedNow, and that certainly will be part of what we do with PayMoly. And it's really the on-ramp for your consumers, right? It's how do they access the capabilities of a real-time payment? Well, they need something in their hand that they can go and make that payment whenever, wherever, to whomever that they need to in the moment so that they know that that transaction is complete. So that is also coming. But 
at Aptis, we got our start by building a convergence platform of payment transactions. So we process check and ACH and wire transactions today. Faster payments is coming. So all of that on a single platform that really reduces costs for our customers. Well, the mobile convergence platform has that same thought process behind it. How do we bring together all of the payment needs. So if you need to be able to do wire transactions or ACH or whatever it might be, that can be in the palm of your hand using Paymoli. But today it's P2P, right? And it really simplifies things. One of the things that we put out there for our customers is that they can co-brand it with us so that it becomes, you know, Paymoli by ABC Community Bank. It shows their logo right there when the customer logs into the app, it's there. They know that this is from their financial institution and it strengthens that bond, that relationship with their customers. So we think that there's a number of things that we help our customers with as they go to market with Paymoli and really sets the table for the things that are coming in the changes that are happening in payments today in the industry. And as we wind things up. When you look at the year ahead and you look at all of the different things going on technologically speaking and with faster payments, FedNow, the P2P space, what are some things that get you really excited that you think we are going to see come to pass? You know, it's interesting, just exactly what you're saying, this acceleration into technology. The key to that is real-time payments through either RTP or through FedNow, how do we get connected in there? How do we facilitate that, not only the ability to process those payments in real time, but get that connection all the way down to every financial institution and out to every end user. And as we make that connection for those networks, you're gonna see a complete change in how I think business is done, and how consumers expect payments and interactions with merchants and businesses is going to take place. I'm really excited about where things are headed. And I know that the industry is going to be different in five years and in 10 years. And it's just a matter of, hey, are we ready to embrace that change and you know, hop on for the ride? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm ready to hop on with you, Eric. That is such an amazing overview your passion your vision your focus they are all obvious and i'm so glad you made the time to be on the podcast thank you so much thanks lou i appreciate it. it's been fun eric dotson is executive vice president sales and the co-founder of aptis solutions be sure to look for eric on linkedin You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic. Sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, 
payments, mortgage credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. Quantic is the adaptive digital bank that offers entrepreneurs, immigrants, millennials, low-income families, seniors, and others innovative banking products and services which embrace the diversity of circumstances that exist in the lives of customers while elevating their financial strength. For more information, visit QuanticBank.com. That's Q-U-O-N-T-I-C-Bank.com. Hey, Willie, what's wrong? I don't know. I don't get any of this payment stuff, and on top of that, my mouth feels kind of dry and icky, and... Why don't you have a payment? A what? A payment. It's that little mint that freshens your breath, whitens your teeth, and helps you to comprehend what the heck an application program interface actually is. Here, have one. Okay. Wow! All of a sudden, I understand everything, and my mouth feels great. The Faster Payments Task Force, speed and swift codes, and all of that stuff, it's all coming to me. I can't believe it. Well, you can thank me later, Willie. How can I do that? Well, send me a payment. Yeah, okay, I'll get you a box of payments. No, I mean a payment. Wow. Yeah, I figured $10,000. Oh, my dollars. God, I thought this was only going to cost... After all, payments are a refreshing graduate school level MBA education in a box. And now, Bankadelic presents... Three Bullseyes. Number one. We have a whole generation that has grown up with this Google experience that if Google could do it and use technology and solve it and they do it for free to me, why can't the bank do it? Number two. I'm really excited about where things are headed and I know that the industry is going to be different in five years and in 10 years. It's just a matter of, hey, are we ready to embrace that change and hop on for the ride? Number three. It used to be, you know, in the financial industry, being cautious, right? That was, I think, kind of a badge of honor for the industry. In the last 20 years, we've entered into this new information technological revolution, and it's really upending things, and especially in the financial industry. And now, lose views. Back in the 1950s, some futurists forecast that we would have a helicopter in every driveway and knowing the way people in Chicago <laughs> drive, I don't even want to begin to think about rush hour and what that would be like. The point is this, 
in many fields of endeavor, financial services included, we usually fall along two bookends when we think about the future. One is to resist it, and as Eric Dotson pointed out on today's podcast, the price has been steep for banks and institutions that didn't realize how big Venmo was going to be. And the other end of it is to want to jump on it so bad that we go for what is known proverbially as the shiny new toy. Some sort of machine or artificial intelligence is going to turn around the way that we do business. It's a tempting proposition, but it's simply false. And one of the things going forward into the payments revolution that we need to keep in mind is the most old-fashioned of concepts, but one that never goes old, which is what is the pain point of the consumer and how can we solve it? One of the things that's impressive to me about the PayMoly system is how it takes that exact kind of approach. It sets up for financial institutions the possibility to put their personal touch on it and ensure customers that their money is safe, that their money can be moved around readily. And let's take that point for a second. That's not something that Venmo does. Venmo holds on to your money. And many consumers, myself included, have been caught unaware. We can actually improve on some of the revolutions that are taking place, but it may not necessarily be a technological move that we need to make. It's probably a step backward, thinking about consumers making their lives easier that's going to enable us to take a huge step forward. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Jenny Elman. Thanks again to the William Mills Agency for their generous sponsorship. Thanks to Banker Hire. Thanks also to Quantic. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn and someday on my Vaudeville YouTube channel. Rink-a-dink-dink-dink. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.